actually, I've, I don't know if I told you this. I was trying to uh, find clothes more suited to my body type because obviously my body's changed since I had a baby, just that my boobs are just like a different shape. So I ordered a top off this website, this girl Shanuni, because she hand makes clothes. So I was like, oh, this is perfect because I have an itty bitty waist, but also these big knockers. So I, it's like a very specific sizing that I need. So when I was ordering the top, it was it said instructions. So I just filled out a description. I thought she was going to make it from scratch, like, because I don't mind waiting. I was like, so whatever, my waist is this many inches. This is my cup because I just got fitted for a bra as well. And Did you get the stunning bra? I got the stunning bra. I got no. a stunning bra, yeah. No, no, no. Anyway, so I put in my measurements for this top and I said, like, I'm breastfeeding, so I need this extra support, like too much detail. You know, I like really went in on it. And then I got an email the next day saying, your t-shirt is out, your top is out for delivery. And I was like, what? how could she have made it that fast? <laughs> and then I checked the receipt and I put all that huge description down in the delivery instructions. Oh my, Keelan. No. So the DHL driver is just like, right, itty bitty waist, big knockers is breastfeeding. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's so unlike you. I know. I was doing it in a rush. In a rush. I was in a rush and I thought I was fucking brilliant buying something, like, from a small business, you know. Did you get it? I got it. It's stunning. Oh, stunning. Um, But anyway, it came, yeah, it's stunning. But there, there isn't as much support in the knockers. But it's like, it's not a top you can wear a bra with either I get you so it's difficult now to I wear to style does your back feel sore from big boobs because when I when I had massive knockers like I feel like it's the, like because my boobs have gotten so small only in the past like I'd say oh no I'm not going to say so small but like nine months or so I tried on a dress you know the dress that I wore for the live show yeah I tried on the dress and my mom just went Jesus your boobs have gotten tiny but she said they're they're great. But she goes, and like, and I was like, do I take this as a compliment or am I insulted? And then like, because I was going to get a breast reduction in fifth year. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, I was sitting in the car and I was on my way to the gym and like I had massive boobs. Mm. But like my body was very like unproportionate. But, but, Dis- disproportionate? Disproportionate? <laughs> Um, unproportionate is that the word I don't know anyway oh, don't ask me questions come, my body just like didn't it didn't work out okay yeah. so like huge arse massive tits but like it was just like wasn't balancing out you'd think a big arse and some tits would balance yeah, yeah. it out so I'm sitting in the car and I'm like I'm in so much pain because my back was just so bad and um, my mom was like you know you you have back pain and we have like receipts of you going to like get like scans and stuff like you this could be covered if yeah. you got a breast oh, reduction yeah, yeah. so I just went off the pill and then they just disappeared mm. but a classic a classic yeah, but yeah. I had a really nice size and like I was happy with my size of boobs up until literally a month ago Interesting. Emer, so this is so in sync because I'm having trouble with my boobs recently too. It's so weird. I feel like my nipples are, I feel like my nipples aren't the same color anymore. I feel like I'm like, should I get my, because I have two nipple piercings, but one came out. So like I have like a scar through one of my nipples and I'm like, should, do I, am I going to go get my nipple pierced again? But then I put some tan on and I was like, oh, I actually, my, the color of my nipples are just really light. But when I have tan on, they like darken up a bit. Okay. So I don't know, but I'm having to, uh, I'm having these weird, awful trouble with my boobs at the moment because I I'm feeling kind of insecure about them, which I've never had except for when they were quite large. But like obviously when they were large, like 
they they still looked good. Yeah, they yeah. just were hurting me, and they didn't really suit my mm. kind of body shape. Um, but yeah, it's mad. I'm just feeling very like weird about them, and I was like. Maybe I'll go back on the pill or something. Like, so bad. It's not so bad. Maybe I'll get these jugs in. Maybe How do you get DIY jugs? DIY. I literally looked up online. I was like, are there creams that you can buy? Because you remember those creams that like booty enhancer creams? Oh, booty. And are have, you joking? Have you never bought It's one like a it? lip plumper for your bum. <laughs> literally. My strange addiction. <laughs> I used to buy this booty enhancer from Amazon. No, like, it's when the Kardashians just came on the scene. Hello. So I was like, need more bum. (laughs) Like, I don't actually think I needed any more back then as well. Like, massive back then. But it's it's weird, yeah, that I, I just don't know. My boobs are just something that I'm just like, mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've lost the oomph in them. I don't know if that's... I think you have great jugs. Do you think? You have the perfect size jugs. Yeah, but I just, I, they, yeah, I don't know. My mom just was like, oh yeah, like it's just mad. They've gotten so much smaller. And I'm like, I think she, she was saying it as a compliment because of how upset I used to be about Mm. how, because like, I remember when they were so big, like I couldn't like buy the like lovely little itty bitty bikinis and pennies. I had to go to like next. But but the world is not built, built for people with big jokes. No, it's not. We're forgot, we're a forgotten species. Nothing ever looks good on people with big jugs. It's just a fact. If you wear stuff that's loose, you just look like you're lumpy. And then if you wear things that t- that are tight, it looks like you're being provocative. Yes, like, that is I, so true. Isn't it? That is so, so people true. People are never going to be happy. I had the unfortunate the unfortunate occurrence of one of my reels went viral. Remember I was putting this on my close friends? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my God. One of my outfit reels went viral and then I woke what up... What does viral mean in the sense of reels? A million views. Million? Million. Oh my God. One million views. Oh so God. anyway, I got a million views and like to, to a content creator, that's like a good thing, but also you don't want unwarranted attention from creepy men it's just like a, th- a good balance that you have to strike somehow when you make content like there's a chance that this could happen but I've been provocative in the past I've w- wanted to get the girls out obviously beforehand to appease to the male gaze obviously but now I've never that's not even in my vicinity whenever I upload something like that's not even something that I would that's in my mind frame whatsoever so when I upload something it's with 100% innocence I'm making content for the girlies I'm not there's no way I'm being like oh I hope the guys love this one you know and unfortunately like I'm wearing my fugly nursing bra in it as well I'm not looking for attention in it it's like purely just an outfit video I woke up on a lovely Sunday morning and all the comments were just creepy men being like oh yeah lovely milkers I'd love you to milk me you know it was horrible and I I felt so dirty and vulnerable afterwards because it's like anything I upload now I'm going to be scared that it's appeasing to some sort of thing yeah so i turned the comments off to hopefully then it would stop getting on these algorithms and then i was like okay maybe i'll have to i'll just have to get over it and delete it but then my other reels were getting on the same people's timelines so it was still like showing up that's the one where we got in a fight with did you see what they said to me the person that commented on it was like did you see what they said to me no i was only telling uh i was telling ryan about this i was like i got a fight I got into a fight with someone on the internet and he was like he was like how did you get into a fight with on the internet and I was like they were saying mean things to Keelan so I commented back like remember the thing I said about the subscription oh yeah I meant prescription so I'm there trying to defend Keelan from like one of these little trolls online and they said something mean about her tits so I commented I chimed in and I was like oh shut up like you definitely have a Pornhub prescription (laughs) 
Ryan, go to Tendron was there. A porno prescription. And I meant to say subscription. And then they come to back, sorry, you're fatherless. Did you see that? Yeah, like purr. <laughs> Do I give off daddy issues or something <laughs> on my page? But it's just the fact that like your your content is so um innocent. That's what like, I you used that's to be what I thought. Yeah, I used to be. So I, it's like I know how to do that intentionally. Mm. And now that I'm not doing it, all of a sudden, now they like they want to pay. They yeah. want to pay me to see more. Yeah, it's like, like no. Oh. oh no, it was horrible. And I was getting all the, so I just block anyone who messaged me. I just blocked them, and I'm still I'm still blocking people to this day. And this was messaging like, you. Yeah, messaging about, me. about that stuff. Just going high kiss like the usual. You know, Ew. trying to slide in DMs is horrible. So I'm just like blocking like ten people a day. It's horrible. Sorry, the whole block thing on Instagram is very handy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, on the messages that so you can just block them straight from the message. So handy. Oh, so handy. And uh, this was last week as well, wasn't it? This was last, last week. How was your yeah. week last week? Any any buzz? Any new? Do you know what? Oh, my God. So, remember the... I think the podcast last week was actually really good. Yeah. I, I got loads of messages um about just speaking about out about OCD as well. Because a lot of very... I thought they were quite niche, some of the things that I would say about yeah. my experiences but a lot of people message me being like no that's like i get that as well and they thought that like they were the only people in the world oh, okay, who had it yeah, yeah um but there was one thing and one gorgeous moment last week that um it just made me realize how easy it is for um people who are like around someone with ocd or like a friend who has ocd how easy it is to kind of like draw them back to reality mm. so i'm in the car and i'm like completely and utterly spiraling right and ryan knew i was spiraling and like there's not really much you can do for someone like it's like obviously if someone has a panic attack like you can be there for them but like you can't take away that feeling Mm. you know it it gradually goes away themselves like nothing someone says is going to make you feel if someone turns around go don't be anxious yeah you're not have you tried smiling have you have you have you drank a glass of water that's sorry that's me that's you that's literally you no i'm literally like will you no but in fairness if you are if you are have spiraling thoughts going for a walk does help it does no it it does so this is you'll love this i never told you this Mm. you'll love this so i'm sitting in the car and uh ryan's dropping me home and obviously i'm i'm spiraling and i don't i actually don't really know i had a long day and then i was pmsing as well so that didn't help. are you on your period well kind of oh. like my period's being just a bit strange at the moment but i'm i'm convinced that i have pmdd oh right okay so, but that's a that's a story that's from, a podcast for yeah, another day that's a story for another day <laughs> but it's i've noticed that the link of my spiraling really heightens when I'm on my period, obviously, like mm. any female, you don't have to have OCD to spiral. But um, I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, oh, my God, because I knew that because we couldn't have a sleepover that night. And I knew that I was being dropped home to be on my own. Mm. And I kept being like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on my own with my thoughts. Like, oh, my God. So I'm looking out the window and I'm in complete silence. And um, Ryan's phone is like, you know, when it's like stuck beside the steering wheel. Mm. And he goes, right, we're stuck at like a red light. And he goes, right, we're going to do a sing song. And I was, oh, no. and I was like, karaoke moment like, for my OCD and intrusive thoughts. No, like, no. but I was like, that sounds like hell on earth. I was like, the last thing, it's like speaking out loud in the classroom when you're anxious. Oh, it's like, yeah. I don't want to do that right now. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. So he takes out his phone and he goes, right. Puts on smooth criminal Michael Jackson, gets up the lyrics and starts skir- like belting out smooth criminal. And by the end of the car journey, I was putting on songs. I was like getting involved, pissing myself, laughing. And I came out of there and I was like, whether he realized it or not, or whether he did it on purpose. Yeah. 
the distraction and how be- how much like I could sleep that night. Mm. Like it's it's so easy to be able to um be there for someone. It just with minor things like I I would never have thought of a sing song being able to pull me out of that spiral. Mm. And I texted him after I was like I don't know if you did that on purpose or if that was completely just random, but I was like I can sleep tonight now because you just helped you distracted my brain completely. That's so good. Like I got in my door and I was like mommy, oh my god, listen to this. Me and Ryan were doing a sing song at this that and the other. And I was just like, oh my God, it just made me realize like if people are anxious around you, you like you don't have to necessarily talk about it, but distraction, like mm. talking about it, talking about it can help, but like the distraction wise, because we could have sat there in the car and he could have been like, and tell me about your intrusive thoughts and tell me what is what is making you spiral. Mm. But like by the end of the car journey, I have to leave him and I'd be still thinking about it. I left that car not even thinking about it. Mm. Like completely was just like, oh my God, pissing myself laughing. I just thought that was just so lovely because sometimes as well when you're trying to give someone advice if they're spiraling it just makes the situation worse especially if you're not an expert <laughs> like completely <laughs> like so bad <laughs> like saying something and then me being like what do you mean about that oh like <laughs> wait wait what what do you mean by that and then they're like oh fuck's sake like i've just started something new um, something but yeah just for like your friends anyone if you're you know if you know someone who is struggling and if you can see or sense it in them like distraction it, like obviously I'm not a, a saying that you have to get up your phone and do a sing song but like that was like the the last thing I'd ever want to do mm. in that moment in yeah. time and by the end of it I was just like oh my god I'm not even I can't even remember what I'm spiraling about I'm just laughing at the fact that we were like I'm sure people were like driving pa- past in the car being like oh Jesus no, that would make your day though seeing people happy in the car oh. I always love seeing people singing in the car and having fun especially if people are on their own yeah oh yeah I love I love when people are on their own and they're singing but you know that it was like that um, you know that that real I was going to say meme but I don't know and it's like the meme it's like standing in the back foot before you open up the dirty windows and it's the guy like looking into the guy's eyes that was me okay anyway so friendship n- non-negotiables yeah Friendship non-negotiables. Wouldn't be friends with someone who isn't funny. Everyone's funny in their own way in some way. I know. that. That's what I was thinking. But I've been on a friend date before, I think. Now, I don't know if it's just we had a different sense of humour. But I felt like I was... <laughs> I don't think I'm the funniest person ever. Like, I wish I was funnier. I think I get a lot of my jokes from Ellie and Searsha. Yeah. Um, but I have a good sense of humour. Like, I would laugh at anything. But it was just like... It wasn't... There was, there was no... It was silence. In the audience. I, I went on a friend, I'd be saying jokes and there was just no, you know, no, no response. Okay. No reaction. Yeah. Tough crowd, as they say. I'd say maybe instead of saying wouldn't be friends with someone who isn't funny, maybe some wouldn't be friends with someone who isn't funny. I'd say more like wouldn't be um, friends with someone who doesn't understand your sense of humor. Yeah. Maybe a nicer way to say it. Not flaky. Anyway. Yeah, not flaky. I, uh reliability is a really big one except someone I wanted to put it in because other people were saying don't get mad at me for cancelling plans and I know from someone when I have had to cancel plans especially since I've had her because Mm -hmm. obviously last minute like things can change you have to make up yeah I have to make up for the cancelled plan immediately after you send the message it is flaky if you're just like sorry can't come and there's no effort to like see them afterwards you have to make the effort then the next time yeah, I think course, that's that's course. how it's reciprocated Yeah, where you course. can be like okay I can't make it today but I can make it I will make it this day at this exact time and I'll travel out to you instead it's like you have to 
make the extra efforts. Yeah, of course, of course. I think as well, it's like the reasoning for being flaky Mm. makes a huge difference for me like if someone's just like oh i can't come tonight and then you see stories of them out with other people i'm like okay fuck you then but if they're like say for example you know stuck with babby yeah it's it's so understandable and i wouldn't expect like if someone was if someone was like oh i can't come tonight i wouldn't expect them to immediately be like okay we'll go for dinner tomorrow night because you don't know what could happen tomorrow night as well do you know what i mean like i never expect that from people but i do understand certain people do like that kind of maintenance Mm. where like you have to be consistent with the like making up and stuff but like I know from like myself a lot of a lot of the time like I force myself out when I don't want to go and that's a huge thing for me that like I need to learn how to say no oh interesting I oh oh my god I always go to things that I don't want to go to and it's mainly to do with the drinking side of it because my hangovers are so bad yeah so I'm like and like I don't have any willpower to be like Oh, I'm not going to drink tonight. I say, the days that you say you're not going to drink, you end up t- out till 4am. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, w- w- 100%. Is that because of a bit of FOMO? Do you have the FOMO? I don't have FOMO. I just don't like letting people down. Like, I can't, it, like, yeah. it will eat me alive. Is this for birthdays or in general, just in, going out? In general, like, if I, well, like, like, if it's, like, a going away party, if it's, like, an event, like, it doesn't mm. matter if it's, like, you know, a, a drinks, but I still would feel guilty. But and I'd also feel I don't know if you ever get this, but I always think people think I'm lying. So I get that all the time. <laughs> I always get that. And all like, the time I'm like, this is doesn't seem convincing enough, even though it's the truth. And I'm like paranoid that they're gonna be like, wait a second. Like I always think people think I'm lying. So like Especially when, when you say you're sick. Oh my god, always. Whenever I'm whenever because like I'm sick all the time. Yeah. But like anytime so it would like start off being like I can't come tonight because my mom's away and my dog needs to be walked and fed and he can't be on his own and then they'd go oh like can he not be on his own for a few hours and I'm like yeah he can but like and then you like start this like spiral that sounds like a lie but you're like not lying so like to avoid all of that I just do it anyway which I think it's just like normalized just saying no I actually don't want to go out tonight my new thing is yeah. saying my social battery is dead because like after tattooing that's a sufficient excuse it's it is like after tattooing like I'm talking to numerous amount of people every single day and then you know sometimes I'm like I'm finished work I want to socialize with my friends like I want to have a drink or like I want to go into town but there's like recently especially recently since turning 25 <laughs> This whole 25 thing. We need to give this a break. Like, get a go- Wait till we turn 26. Like, <laughs> like, we need to give this 25 thing a break. But just, I've just noticed myself just being less arsed with things. But I, the guilt will still always be there. Mm. I just feel like, I feel a chronic guilt for things. If I say I'm going to do something and then bail, oh my God. I'll be awake for days. Like, Oh my God, it's, Emer, that's it's, terrible. It's so bad. Like, it's so bad. I hope I never make you feel like that. No, never. Okay, girl. No, never. Oh my God, Because I never, never. If you ever say, if you literally were like, I <laughs> I need to get my dog groomed. Like, that's a good enough excuse for me. Like, yeah, if you can't make can't. it, it's yeah. fine. Because we always, I know, I know you're going to be there the next time. I think flaky is so, it's when it's consistent. Oh yeah. So that's why I don't think people should feel guilty for cancelling plans. But it's when it's, Every single time. Mm. Like, remember that time? Like, ghosting your friends isn't good. Oh, no. Ghosting your friends is very bad. Like, (laughs) very bad. I'm actually, after reading all these things, 
um, and after the last podcast, I've really been reevaluating things. You have, And yeah. my friendships. And I've just been like, in past situations, maybe even recent ones, I've just like, I let myself get treated like dog shit. And I would constantly be making excuses for the person over and over again. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're like this because, like, I was friends with someone who was literally a pathological liar. And I'd be like, I'd know with the lie. And I'd be like, they're just like that because of X, Y, and Z, past traumas, blah, blah, blah. They've been through they've things. Been, they've been through things. Right. And then they'd be like, bitching about me behind my back. And I'm like, well, I understand because of X, Y, and Z. And there, maybe there's some truth. Mental health. Mental health. Mental maybe health. there's some truth to what they're saying. And then it would just be like, not showing up for me. And then just mean <laughs> and it's only now i'm kind of like oh god actually i don't think that was good it's when people bring it to light as well do you yeah. know what i mean like when people bring it to light and they're like mm, i wouldn't stand for but that it's because i'm so desperately want to like i know relationships are hard work and it's like i will put everything into my relationship to make it work with fr- with friendships especially because I, there's not that much expectation when you're in a romantic relationship there's less you can tolerate because you're spending more time with them mm. but when I'm in a friendship I'm like there's more things I can look past because we're we love each other uncondi- I'm like it's an unconditional love there and I think that might be because of my sisters and you know the way you can, your sisters you, you can have the most horrific fights ever you can like say the most horrible things to each other and then your best friends 10 minutes later yeah I think that's why I'm so like they could treat me like shit, but we love each other anyway. Mm. And that's just sometimes not the case. Yeah, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes it gets to the point where it's just like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I seen I seen a reel the yeah. other day and it was like, um, that friend that friendship that takes uh, that is a lot of effort. I didn't text them first this time and we haven't spoken in six months. Yeah. And it's like that's so true. Yeah. Like that is actually so true. Yeah. There's a lot of those out there. You have a few of them, but like it's just like I think at this stage, it's just like, you know, if someone's not making an effort with you and they're not making mm. a, a consistent effort, whether they're like, you know, people are in a different country on the other side of the world and they're making a constant effort yeah. with you. And yeah. it's like, if you can't find time to do that, then it's just like, what's the point? But I also respect in the term of I'm such a person who has so many boundaries and walls up that it's like, if I have another friend who's like that and we don't want to talk to each other for months and then we'll be best friends after three months, I'm like, that's perfect. You know, I can have loads of friendships like that. Um, like, I don't need, like, it's like I don't need to be seeing them or in contact with them all the time to know that the friendship is there. But it was just like there were recurrent themes in this specific friendship where it, it turned out they were just being mean to me whereas I thought that it was just like oh we have loads of mutual respect for each other where we don't need to be free, there for each other all the time mm. but then it was just like oh they actually weren't there for me at all mm. <laughs> oh but I I am the, I do want to be like really uh, persistent in like making a friendship work I suppose but it just got to a point and it's hard to know as well when what uh, what boundaries need to be crossed and what things need to happen for you to actually know when is the right time to break up with a friend. Mm. Because when a rela- romantic relationship, it's almost easier because you know what you need and you want from a romantic relationship. Whereas friendships, it's more of a grey area. It's like, because yeah. you don't, they don't, they don't owe you anything and there's not a criteria. Um, all friendships are different and they all look different. So um, yeah, it's difficult to know when's the right time to cut them out. Yeah, you know? friendship breakups can sometimes be worse. Yeah, I think they yeah. they can sometimes be worse. Now, I actually haven't had like um like any serious friendship breakups. Like obviously like you drift away from people. Mm. Maybe there's been like one or two that like I was like no, that's it, cut out. Yeah. But I am I have to admit I am the kind of person that will let someone kind of walk all over me. 
and then it takes a certain situation like yeah if they it's like there's a line with me mm. and I'm like I'm, I make excuses for them as well I'm like oh well like they're going through this or they're going through that or like mental health and like it's like no Emer, they're just being a shit friend but like there's like a boundary with me and like there's a line and if you cross it and it's majority of it is to do with lying Mm. And I saw that that's like the third one on this. Yeah. Can't stand lying. Lying is just something I just, I can't. And it's so, it's like, I can't lie. Like, I actually can't lie. So maybe it's just like this thing that I like, like, obviously we all tell like little white lies, like something stupid, like, oh, like I'm on my way when you're still getting ready. Yeah, yeah. But like lying is just something that like will will make me feel sick. Mm. And um, especially like a friendship, if someone's lying, a friendship, relationship, family member. But like in a friendship, it's just like, oh, I don't know. I just, lying is just just something that, it's, it's that line for me. It's that mm. boundary. Mm. So like, unfortunately, I do let people kind of walk all over me. But if you lie to me, Mm. See you later. Oh, bye bye. You're like, hasta luego. <laughs> hasta luego. Um, so we won't bother saying, like, yeah, can't stand lying. Yeah. Non judgmental. Wait, so this is wouldn't be friends with someone, uh, yeah. Who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. non judgmental. Yeah, to, to an extent, obviously. Like, I, I wouldn't want someone to be like, yes, queen, if I'm like fucking up my life. Like, I'd want them to like be yeah. like, excuse me, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I have a, a fair few friends that would do that. Mm. You know what I mean? That would be like, excuse me, I don't agree with what you're doing, but like, I'm not judging you. Mm. I think there's a there's a fine line between judgment and um opinion in some way yeah because yeah. they're they're not like you know i'm not judging you because you're doing this mm. but i'm saying and some people would be like advice oh, yeah. advice yeah. yeah yeah no there's a balance with everything mm. I, I suppose yeah it was like the one i shared in my story yesterday it was can't be a hypocrite yeah that was so specific i've never been like i've ne- i don't think i've ever called anyone a hypocrite before they're hanging on to something they're hanging on to yeah you said that <laughs> yeah I, i've never i don't think i've ever actually called a person a hypocrite because I'm, I'm aware of the complexity complexity of human nature is we all say things and then do another because we're changing we're constantly changing we're constantly learning so i'm never like they're a fucking hypocrite because i said this two weeks ago i i just wouldn't i don't pay that much attention to people to be like to be holding them to such a strict standard. Yeah. If you know what I mean? So that's where, uh, on my story where I was like, because we've all had those friends in teenage, in teenagehood where they're like, did you not say you weren't doing that? Oh, oh it's my so God. annoying. It's constantly at you. Just like, did you not say you were doing this? Did you not? Oh, it's so annoying. It's just they're like the same type of people that like, did you ever have those friends that, uh, they would, um, like you'd show them a picture, two pictures of yourself and they'd pick the ugly one. No, I've never experienced that before. No. Oh, stop. Like, where they, like, they want you to look bad. Like, you'd have two outfits and, like, you'd ask, you'd ask, say, them, which outfit should I wear? And everyone's saying one of them and they say the other because they don't want you to look good. They're, like, those kind of friends. Really? Do they exist? Oh, babe, they exist. I really don't. No, I don't know. Like, no, I was so in an all-girls school, but I don't think any of the girls in my group were to that extent. <laughs> She's a great time. She is. I don't think any of them were to that extent because they were all like, I don't think they were that nasty, mm. to be honest. I oh, can't no. imagine it. No, I don't oh, think there's so. A, there's a fair few of them out there. It's it's all to do with jealousy, though, yeah, in a way. Yeah, and like, insecurity. We probably. all have, we've all probably had friends that um, they were always jealous of you. Or, you know, mm. I've been jealous of friends, but I wouldn't have that streak in me to be 
nasty about it you can be you can be envious of like their looks or their body but you would never like use it as in as a weapon and be like yeah you know i want you to look ugly like trust me mm. that they do exist they do exist it's rather happen you know when you're younger and you're like trying you're you're towing the line between like integrity honesty and just like being a bitch <laughs> you know and girls are younger and they're like do you like this do you like it this way or should i wear this and you're like no i think you look fucking horrible to be honest I'm just being honest. Yeah. You know, trying to strike. I think I did that. I went through a phase uh, because someone, I remember someone gave me a compliment. They were like, Keelan, you're just so honest. You'll actually tell me how it is. And then I ran with it. And I was like, okay, yeah. So I have to be really honest now. This is what people like. And then someone asked me my opinion. And I was like, no, you look so bad like that. And I was like, and then I was like, why am I talking? And then afterwards, I you know, when you go red in the face because you immediately regret what you've just said. Yeah. And I was like, why did I take it that far? And then it was too far gone where I couldn't be like, I'm so sorry. I don't don't know why I said that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, no, you look so bad. You look so bad. And I was just like, what the fuck am I on about? Yeah. But I was like, I was literally like 14. I remember it so clearly though. You know those scenarios in your head where you it, it replay, when you're trying to go to sleep and it replays and, and it replays over like, and over oh. again. And I'm like, why? Do, and you almost want to text the person, but they probably don't even fucking remember. Yeah, it was yeah, over 10 years ago. Oh, hello. Are you joking? I literally, <laughs> story of my life. I'm literally like replaying me getting on the bus this morning. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Or the, the way you said, like, to town, please, to the bus driver. You know, when you go in, you're like, to town, please. <laughs> I don't say anything. I'm like, I, yeah. Uh, I'm like, I bang my leap card, like, oh my God, the anxiety of getting on the bus. But, um, hang on. Sorry, my phone keeps locking. Sorry, I need to give her her book there. Um, I'm going to read out the next one. Um, kind of making an effort is like the same thing as non flaky. Isn't it? Yeah. Making an effort. Yeah. Um, doesn't leave when they get in a relationship. That's a fucking massive one. I feel, feel like I find it really hard to balance that when I get into relationships, especially when you're in the honeymoon phase because I'm really like intense. intense. It's like all or nothing. <laughs> it's all or nothing. It's matching tattoos. It's we're moving in together. It's spending every breathing moment together. Yeah. But I also like, I give my friends like some sort of gr- a grace period where when you know they're just back into a relationship or say if, like I have friends who break up and then get back together and then they're gone through a honeymoon phase again mm-hmm. I'm like expecting that I'm not going to be in contact with them as much or like yeah. I won't be seeing them as much during that period but then after that I'd be kind of like hello yeah. did you forget about yeah remember me <laughs> but I find it hard as well to get out of that where I'm like back with my friends being like sorry I'm back now guys I'm ready yeah. I don't know I think um, that is that is a massive one and it depends what kind of way it is. Like, if they're still in contact with you and they're, like, in their honeymoon stage, like, I'm like, so what? But, like, if they actually just drop off the face of the earth. Like, you know, like, when people get into relationships and, like, they're just, like, you just never see them again. And then mm. they break up and they're, like, texting you being, like, or they're having a fight. And they're and texting you. They they're advice. texting you and they're, like, oh, yeah, like, do you want to meet up for drinks tonight? And then they then they go on and tell you at the at the drinks, oh, yeah, like, so we're basically, like, we're in a fight at the moment. I'm, like, oh, so that's why you texted me. Mm. I don't put up with that stuff. But, like, uh, yeah, I do. I understand with the, like, gra- graceful period. Gra- grace period. Grace period. <laughs> 
You know what I'd love to do at the start of every podcast? We could do it like a new thing. A new thing. So at the start of every podcast, you tell me a word that you've just learned that week and then you give me the definition and, and a sentence, how to use it in a sentence and I'll do the same. Okay. Okay, cool. But we don't have to do it now, but okay. for the next episode, you have your word prepared. I'll have my word prepared, but just remind me. Okay. Um... You see, I only really learn like proper new words when I'm like around you. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like, hum, blah, 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 and I'm like, what does that mean? But yeah, I'll do that for sure. Okay, next. Um, uh. <laughs> um, having real conversations and not just gossiping. Now this, I'm like, loads of them were not, no bitching, no gossiping. It's a load of bollocks. Like. No, but like, load of bollocks. it's like, you can gossip in a night. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a bitch now, but it's like, the girlies know what I'm talking about. You can gossip, you can share the tea without being malicious. Yeah. Like, give me the tea. Like, especially after I had her, I was like, gra- literally clinging on to no. any bit of drama. I could not drama, sorry, not getting myself involved in drama, but I was just like, tell me some sort tell of me the gossip. Tea. Yeah. Give me some sort of tea. Anything. Like, Emer was coming over after nights out to straight to my house. Like, str- no, to like, tell me about I'd her night come out. straight from the night out. <laughs> and like, I would like text you during the night out being like, Blah, 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 blah. Remind me to tell you this story. Yeah, yeah. And like then I'd wake up in the morning and you'd be like, well, well. <laughs> and I'd be like, wait, what was I'd that story be, again? I'd be sitting by the phone waiting for you to wake up to tell me what the tea was. And yeah. you'd come over, I'd be there breastfeeding. And I'm like, no way. No. And then what happened? And then what happened? Like there is a good balance, There's I think. There's a good balance, yeah. Uh, and everyone fucking does it as well. So like yeah. anyone who's like, I don't bitch. Yes, you do. Like the thing is as well, I think um, it depends who and what you're talking about, of course. Mm. But like when I say which like never happens a bad word about my friends i'd be like oh my god am i on live i'm so sorry i said this but yeah yeah and if it's something that's annoying you um and you haven't said it to them yet or whatever but like sometimes you just need to get something off your chest a majority of the time with bitching um when you're bitching about something it's it's an it's irking you in in some way yeah. gossiping and like te- or like sharing the tea is like i think i could like separate to bitching like mm. if you're bitching about someone yeah majority of the time that someone is like irking you and there's something you know or else like i don't know maybe it's like maybe you just don't like them or something or maybe you don't know them but i think bitching is like and gossiping can be kind of different mm. well like i've always found that like for example like i said with the the friend treating me like shit because i'd never even if other people were saying a bad word about them i'd be like defending them of course and then the, it was only when i started talking about the things that they were doing to me which i suppose could be classified as bitching was when i realized that they weren't actually that nice to me so that's why i think it, it's a crucial part of your female friendships to vent about your relate maybe your partner if you're to realize if you're in a toxic relationship or about other friendships to realize that they're toxic it's like 100%. you need to talk about them and sometimes that can be classified as bitching and it's such a negative connotation that is attached to women and girls who bitch. And it's like, we're bitchy bitches and we're horrible. But it's like, that's how we figure out uh, if something, if we're in an unsafe environment. Yeah. And if something's right, how we navigate what's right and wrong. Yeah. Because we need advice and opinions and um, we need reactions from our community to realise what is right and wrong. Yeah, I, yeah as well. Like, um, like the whole like bitching thing. Like if you were actually like... Like if you've heard if you've heard something that's upset you or like it's gone through like the grapevine or something, and maybe it's like not necessarily to do with you, but like sometimes you need to get stuff off your chest. Mm. Joe and like me and you had a conversation just before this podcast. Mm. I feel so much better about it, yeah. and it's nothing to do with me. Yeah. I was just like, oh god, do you know. Mm. And it's so nice to be able to like speak to someone 
and vent to them and like get an opinion. Now, obviously, there's difference. There's a different if you're sitting there and you're calling people fucking names. Oh no, but we obviously we're not doing that. No, we're not doing like that. that's just being nasty. Yeah, I don't just... think we've ever had a conversation before being like, did you see her? Did you see what she was wearing last night? Oh, she's re like I would ne- if you started talking to me like that. If you came over and I'd be like, what the fuck are you on about? But we have such better things to be doing <laughs> than like even t- like you're like wiping shit off the fucking walls. You know what I mean? I don't think you have time to be listening to that kind of stuff. But it is like yeah, obviously bitching. You know, it's not nice um, when you hear people say like horrible things about people especially it's, it's always people you don't know do you notice that wait, wait like when you when people are bitching bitching it's always people that they don't know that they're talking about oh yeah like yeah. they're like they don't actually physically know them properly mm, yeah do you yeah, know what i mean yeah. it, that's always like the kind of way and then <laughs> that's where the hip hypocrisy yeah yeah comes in because then they're like seen in a story with them like two weeks later and it's like and um, did you not say you didn't like that person? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think uh, there's a there's a line again with gossiping and bitching. It's you oh, know, oh, with everything there ha- there's a balance. There's a balance. Yeah. Now, being nasty is obviously horrible. Like yeah. sending pictures into the group chat, into group chats. I'm glad I'm not in a group chat like that. Sending pictures being sending like, pictures. Stay in, whole. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Even even the knowledge that I know those places exist is mm. like gives me the willies. Because people are definitely doing it about us as well. Oh, of course like, they are. Like 100%. But I don't like, mind being the source. Them. I don't mind being the source of entertainment in terms of that as long as it's not people that they know. Because yeah. it doesn't affect me if it's in a private group chat. Like, yeah. I don't fucking... It's none of my business what people yeah. think of me. I don't care. If it's... If you're getting... Now, I know that there was, um, like... You know, friendships made over mutual uh, enemies. Oh, pfft. they There's never... They never last. Never and last. I know that there, there's definitely like communities of people who are probably like oh I hate Keelan Moncrief and then another person will be like oh, I hate her as well and then they become friends like uh, starting a friendship on the basis of that of hating a mutual person is not healthy no. the only way it's healthy is if you and your siblings are bitching about your parents that's the only way that you can like bond with other people it shouldn't be with people that you don't know personally yeah yeah 100% um, it's not it's not a good start breeding ground for a friendship no um over a mutual enemy I really don't like uh, no it's no. never it never works out no it doesn't it never works out and I, once again it's always about someone that they don't fucking know mm. it's always like someone online or something anyway um, having real oh sorry I <laughs> just said that support me when I'm up women are only supportive when you're down and not up I thought that was really interesting someone texted that in they were like I think the women only support each other when they're de- down or feeling low. Say, you know, like if a, a girl is going through a breakup and everyone on the internet is like, you can do this, queen. Yeah. And then as soon as they're, maybe they're... Um, thriving. Thriving or they're celebrating something, everyone will try to pick nitpick at them. Yeah, it, I think it depends on the person and the type of girl girls you're surrounding yourself with. But I, again, it's a very, I don't know if it's an Irish thing, but like, yeah, like when you're thriving, no one fucking wants to be like, yes, mm. like it, there's always some weird negativity. But again, it depends on who you're surrounded with. Like, mm. I definitely know that when I'm thriving and when I'm in a good place, all of my best friends are like, yes, queen, mm. you know, they're, they're so happy. And um, yeah, that's interesting because like I would have said the opposite. Do, do you ever get that um, when people are down, like and I've noticed this um that people avoid it they don't want to uh, they don't want that like bad juju to affect them so they're like avoiding 
someone when they're like down. I've heard people say it before as well, as well, where they're like, oh, like she's going through so much. I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like some people, I think it would be more the opposite. Like mm. people avoid because they don't want it to like rub off on them. Because like if you're an empath, empath, empathetic person, you will feel it. Um, now, if you're an empathetic person, you'll never um, avoid someone when they're down. Mm. But a lot of people are like, oh, negative energy. Don't want that. I've noticed anyway. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, I've, I don't know oh, if yeah, I, I don't know if I've noticed that. Vagina. <laughs> F- fixing the fanny, the fanny vagina. <laughs> now, this isn't like I'm like I'm not saying I know people who do this, but I have heard it a few times where they're like, "Oh God, she's going through so much." Like, don't really know what to say to her, and I'm like, you know, someone could be going through something, but like, you don't necessarily have to say anything. It's mm-hmm. just like being there, being a distraction. Yeah. being there being present it doesn't you don't have to know or have to give a solution to what they're like because like there's there, there aren't solutions if someone's sick you can't give a solution to someone mm-hmm. you can't fix that sickness but yeah. being there and being present but like yeah I, I i would say i know know of people who kind of avoid people when they're down just oh that's awful yeah to just kind of like because they're like oh don't want that to ruin my buzz oh god you know Oh, and you can also ask the person what they need as well. It's mm. like women in postpartum. Some women like when there's visitors coming over to help and others want to be left alone. So it's just to ask for the, what that sp- person's specific needs are and be yeah. like, how can I help you in this time of need, mm. my bro? <laughs> you sounded so like Ellie there yeah, when you said when you said, the, when you said the needs. <laughs> um, you know Ellie's fun employed now, so she's available. Oh my god, what? Yeah. She's on the She said she's going to come over this week to hang out with me. No way. Yeah. Did she leave? Yeah. Oh my god. I tell know. me tell me after, but what? Um I also have three fr- sorry to actually let you know like this, but I have three friend dates this week. Oh, booked and busy. Obsessed. Now if I was like a jealous person, <laughs> am I a jealous person? I'd be like, "Oh, right. Okay." You know those people where they're like, yeah. how do you even know her? Do you know? <laughs> I've had my fair bouts of jealousy now, but that's because I'm always right. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. always fucking right. When, yeah, I, when yeah. I get a fucking vibe about someone. Uh-oh. I'm, Uh-oh. I'm always Auntie right. Auntie Amy is uh, on the case. No, but like, it is so true. I am a guru. I actually can fucking see through people. But you know when your mom says that and they're like, don't know how I feel about her. And you're like, shut up. Shut up, she's my best friend, mom. Shut yeah. up. And then afterwards, you get in a fight and whatever, and you stop being friends anymore. She's like, I always, never liked her. Yeah. Never liked That's her. That's me. I'm scared I'm going to be like that with my daughter because I can't hide it, you know? My dis- yeah. My disapproval, I really cannot hide my disapproval. So I feel like if she brings home like a girlfriend or a boyfriend that I don't like, yeah. they're going to know immediately. Yeah. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. I'm apologizing You're now. apologizing. Because they need to make their own mistakes without their parent interjecting. Mm. You know what I mean? Unless you're like, um, unless you're like, obviously like a bad influence. Like, you know, you're one, thir- yeah. you know that movie 13? No, I've never seen You've it. Never, it's on Netflix. Oh, I need to watch. Uh, yeah, you should, you should watch it. It's like, unless it's like that kind of buzz. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, our parents, like there's been plenty of people. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. We're talking about you. Um, there's been plenty of experiences where my mom afterwards have been like never liked them anyway and you're yeah. like you're kind of like relieved but you're also kind of like I like 
I think I I love when my mom loves like who I'm with or like who I am I'm hanging around with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's a bit of a disappointment because you're you're like, re- oh. you actually you really care about your parents' p- opinion. Of course you do. Are you joking? Yeah. Um. No empathy. Uh, did you meant to say empathy? Apathy. What's that? So. As in like. So apathetic. I'm is, spelled empathy. No, no. Like, no apathetic is in like. So you say you're talking about something really important or you're something that you're really passionate about and you ask for their opinion and they go, dunno, don't really care. Oh Stop. rose eyes. It's just like, well, how do you not like how can you actually not have an opinion on anything? I don't under I can't relate to people like that at all. No. You literally aren't passionate about anything. But like that just is who I- Unless they're like obviously dealing with something, if someone's depressed, obviously they're going to be apathetic. Yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about your average Joe who's I've just like don't care. Before. I remember I was making out with a guy um, in District Eight oh, back no. in the day. Um, this is actually so funny. This memory, and we were having a conversation in the smoking area, and I was like, oh, because it was during the amend the eight, uh, the repeal, repeal the, the eight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> repeal the eighth, and I was thinking of amendment. Anyway, repeal the eighth, and I was like, "Oh, are you, uh, are you, you're obviously voting pro-choice." And he goes, "Oh, I don't really know anything about that." And I was like, "You don't know it." I'd actually would have preferred if he was like, "Oh, I'm pro-life because of X, Y, and Z." I'm yeah, like, yeah. "How could you not have an opinion on it?" Yeah, yeah. It was like literally the hot topic at the time, and I was yeah. like, "What do you mean you don't care?" And he was like, "Oh, you know, I just don't really." Know. Oh, <laughs> bad, I'm just like, bad. what the fuck? So I just. No, I don't. I don't think there's actually necessarily anything wrong with that because who am I to say what's right and what's wrong? Mm. But it's just I wouldn't personally be friends with someone who is like that because oh, no, it's just not. It's just not my buzz. But I understand that people are like they want to have a bu- they want to have light-hearted conversation and be having a buzz constantly. But sometimes I want to have a little bit of a chat. Like there's some things that like I say all the time. I've said it on this podcast so many times. Like I don't understand a lot of things. Like yeah. and I and like unfortunately with me, I if I'm hearing stuff like politically and stuff like that I'm like I can't get involved in this because I actually don't know what you're talking about yeah. but I can, you can also have a you can have a deep conversation with me mm. like it's not just like, like but it's not that you don't care yeah it's not that I don't care but I'm like I don't know what these words mean do you know what I mean I don't know what these like Ellie Moncrief like I'm like I don't know what you're talking about I have <laughs> no idea ah uh, yeah maybe shared core values is that yeah. kind of like the same thing yeah basically yeah no comparing, uh, no complaining. complaining or negativity. That's a load of bollocks. Like, how how can you like? Y- people need to complain. That I actually felt like I was being attacked when, when people were sending in stuff like oh, that. You, I, was you like, felt it. I was like, I complain and moan all the time. I was like, the podcast is literally just me giving out. I was no, like, like are they? Is this a hate comment? No, no, no. Same, <laughs> but like, I think yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get her her book. But I feel like this, uh, that's so annoying because you should be able to complain to your friends. I mean, to an extent, obviously. Like, we all have those friends that, like, obviously complain too much, but complain about, like, maybe the wrong things. That you're like, why? It's just kind of like, oh, cry me a river. Like, why you, why you complaining about that? Like everything, there's a balance. Yeah, there's a ba- like yeah, everything, there's, there's a, a balance. balance. Yeah, but I, I completely, I'm like, complain and moan away to me. You know, yeah, open ears. I, lo- I fucking I love think, a good moan. I think there's, a, you need to create a safe space for your people to be mm. able to vent to you. Yeah. No, not all the time, obviously, because you can become a fucking emotional punching bag, and then yeah. it's just like you're taking on too much. You're acting the role of the therapist. Mm. It has to be have some sort of re- reciprocal relationship. Yeah. Um, but 
And obviously some stages of your life, your friends are going to need more help than you do and vice versa. But not everything is transactional. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just don't think, I think maybe this person is talking about like just constantly whinging and being like, oh, my life is so hard. Boo hoo, poor me, mm. which I understand. It's just like start, you have to put things into pers- some uh, into perspective at some point. Yeah, you can't be having a hard time all the time. But I think I got, I love a good I, moan. I love a good moan. Moan away to me till yeah. the fucking cows come home. Because I don't once care. Once you get it out, you're you're feeling you feel lighter and you can have a good time then. Like I think it's so like even just like a lovely little voice note. Like you'll text me and you'll go, "Can I just give out for five minutes?" Preparing me for the giving out. <laughs> she gives out and then like there's it's not like hours upon hours of us talking about what you're giving out about. Yeah. Like me today when I came out, I was like, "Can I just give out about something?" And then I give out and then it's over with. Yeah. You know, you sometimes just feel better now. And then we have a laugh. Th- then we, ha- <laughs> then we have a good laugh. Swirly woman who loves a good giggle. <laughs> okay. Um, where were we? Some- somebody to sit in silence with. I love Ve- that one. I love that I love one. That. It's so important. Especially when the social batteries run running. Oh. When- <laughs> you love that one. I, lo- I love that one. Almost like rat race. We're living in a rat race. Rat race. Rat race. Um. um no, it's it's perfect, <laughs> especially during lockdown. Oh, it was just so good to be near people, even if you're not, even if you don't have anything to talk about. Because mm. sometimes your life can be boring, Sitting and you in just want to sit in silence and like chill out. Yeah, I love that. No expectations, because sometimes when you're when you're meeting new people, especially, um, because my friend dates that I'm going on this week, it feels like you have to sort of perform in a way where it's you're under pressure, where you want to be entertaining, but you also want to be a good listener and you have to have sort of questions prepared and you want to have good a flow of conversation back and forth. It's like a fucking sport. It is. Conversation. It's like a fucking... <laughs> it is a sport. It's a sport that you have to keep practicing on and you have to be a master at your sport, you know? But everyone is expected to be masters at this specific sport that's actually really hard to do. Mm. Um, and it takes good practice. And if you're at home all day with the baby, it can be hard to mm. do this conversation. So I'm glad we get the, to do these little get-togethers of the talking right. on the microphone. And the talking on the microphone. And <laughs> I always just bang my head. Um, the talking on so the microphone. Anyway, what was I saying there? So it can be good sometimes if you if you can sit in silence with the friendships that you've already nourished enough where you're not expected to perform with each other. Mm. Whereas with new friendships, it's kind of like you're not maybe you're not going to be seeing each other as often, but you you want to be your best self for them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I think yeah, the sitting in silence is so it's just so important. Mm. And like, it's not like I'm not saying that like when you first meet someone, you should be able to sit in silence with them because like I'm sorry if I went on a fucking friend date and they said nothing to me. I would feel awkward. I would feel awkward. But like this is we're talking about close friends. Yeah, like yeah. T- close friends being able to sit in silence is a huge, huge thing. Mm. Like having to feel like you have to perform in front of anyone. And like especially like on the days like your period. Oh, for example. Tell me about it, guys. Yeah. I get them. I get periods. I know. Yeah, Bobby. I know. Yeah, your periods and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's going to be days where, you you know, you're out with your mates and like you're not, you're more introverted on your period. I personally find my, myself more introverted on my period. But um, it's just that comfort of knowing that you can sit in front of them and not be expected to be performing. Mm. Yeah, I think me and you are very similar in that way with the performing we're thing. We're so similar. I guess a, <laughs> we're the same, but... but- Different. different oh my god we're so cringe isn't it? are we so cringe <laughs> willy hands um 
willingness to show affection. No, I'm not affectionate. You're not affectionate at in all. Slide. No, you're not. You're like, not at all. I remember, all. I have so, such a specific memory. My mom still does this. If you go up and like give her, an, uh, if you give her an unexpected hug, like I know when you're le- when you're leaving someone, you give them a hug or, you know, if you've just greeted someone, you give them a hug. But if you give my mom a random hug without warning, she will literally go, Ew. <laughs> So I think that's why I'm That's so, probably where it came so from. So I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to touch people without consent or like make them feel weird or uncomfortable. I'm so affectionate. <laughs> like, I'd love to know what she thinks she's saying. <laughs> like, I love, I like, is she just going like, yes. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. She watches a lot of RuPaul Drag Race. Oh, so. love. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm so affectionate. Um, does that affect your relationships? I always sort of, want to know this. Yeah, it does. Because it's not my love language, but it's Jason's love language. Okay. But maybe this is a podcast for another day. Okay. Like his stunning. love language is physical physical touch. So I have to make like a conscious effort to be touchy-feely. Uh, that's exhausting. Uh, isn't it? That's e- I know. exhausting. Especially after I've had her because I'm just like, it's so much to, stuff to think about. Yeah. Because obviously his emotions do matter and like... I care about him, so it's it's hard that it's it's actually I have to force myself to do something. Yeah, and I've ne- I, I've always been like that yeah. in all my relationships. I've been in past relationships, it's been f- kind of fine because the guys that I've been with have not been as affectionate. So we yeah. kind of just like I don't know, barely even hold hands. That's, you know? Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. It's really weird to think about. Whereas like my sisters are really affectionate, so I don't know why I am Ellie. Ellie, maybe no. She's affectionate but she's now. She's so affectionate she's with a, her girlfriend. Yeah, she's, a fa- she's like affectionate. They're, they're now. macking out like all the, their PDA is. Off I the know charts. they're very like Courtney and Travis, aren't yeah, they? they? They're really so are. like Courtney and they Travis. They really are. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know. And I, then, I, but sometimes I see other relationships, and I'm like, they're so affectionate in public, and I, I'm like, I wish I could be like that as well. But it's like it's just not something about something stopping me or there's a barrier where yeah. I feel uncomfortable doing it well that's how like I guess that's how you were raised like my mom was so affectionate like oh, okay. so affectionate yeah. yes the baby but I'm so affectionate with her because obviously babies need so much love and affection so it's it's easy to do with her yeah I don't know and Jason's like <laughs> she won't even touch me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're there sucking the snot out of her nose. Yeah, and he's literally. like, I can't even get a handhold in public. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's a that's a good topic for a podcast because yeah. I I've just always been affectionate. Now I've been in relationships where um, I remember I was in one relationship and I just like I'm so affectionate, but like this person would not speak to me in public <laughs> ever. Already, I'm like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> this is the one that my mom was like, never liked him. Never liked him. But no, it got to a point where like I was at a party with my friends. And like the minute we left the gaff, mm. I didn't exist. Like it was like we we would walk down the road and like he'd be like, like I'm not with her kind of thing. And um, I my friends started coming up to me at this party and they were like, are you guys fighting? And I was like, no, 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 he just doesn't like public affection. And they're like, Emer, there's a difference between public affection and actually talking to you. <laughs> no, like, he wouldn't speak to me. And oh like, my God. could you imagine what that was like for me? Like, if I'm like, like, me, like, thankfully, Ryan is like so affectionate. Like, yeah. we're completely on the same level as affection. So, like, I could be like, like, we could be watching TV and we'll be holding hands. Mm. Like, it's like, balances out great. But could you imagine what that did for me when. He like and I had a conversation with him and he was like, I just don't like public affection. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Because like that's like a valid thing. Like people don't like public affection. Yeah. But like it wouldn't wouldn't speak to me in public. 
Like, would not speak to me. Oh, Emer, that's really bad. Like, so bad. So but bad. But that's what, yeah, I don't know. Like, because I, I don't even like massages. And I've been to a few massages now. Fancy restaurants, spas. Everyone was, like, giving me massages. After <laughs> <they first. laughs> Someone was giving you a massage in a restaurant. Did I say restaurant? Fancy hotels is what I meant. <laughs> what kind of restaurants are oh, you? Oh, Jesus. The type you'd want to be at. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Hi, it took me a while like the last massage I got I was like maybe I just don't like being touched because it was literally like every five minutes I was like oh no I don't like this <laughs> like out loud you're squirt are you ticklish I'm ticklish and I, it hurts and I'm just feeling uncomfortable yeah I couldn't relax I was just yeah. like I don't like this person touching all up on my grill mm, getting sorry. up on my niggly mm-hmm. you would hate my massage prison you know I went to your masseuse for the Wait, head massage but there's like there's like there's loads of them that work there but oh, I right. don't know if it was is if it's the girl that uh, it, but like she literally picked my knickers out of my bum for me <laughs> <laughs> like she <laughs> she, she saw that I had a wedgie and picked my knickers out of my bum and I was like I don't know if this is like <laughs> Like boundaries? Sorry, I didn't know if they that was like boundaries or not, but um, like it did feel make me feel a bit weird. But anyway, like you would hate hate it. Like you would actually hate it. Oh, people that challenge you. Oh uh, yeah. my god, the challenging. See, that's a god. That's a godsend if you find a friend who's able to challenge you, but also not in a mean way. Yeah, you know, because sometimes they can be a bit like idiot. Ellie Moncrief is so good at that. Where she's like, "Why do you think that though?" And then she'll try to convince you. And then at the end of it, you're like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But also someone, I, so I'm not, I used to be real like flaky in my opinions where like someone could convince. Yeah. Someone could convince me so easily. Whereas now I'm like, no, this is actually, you know, now I can have a back and forth convo about it. Yeah. And why I think in a way, do you know? And it's, it's hard to be open minded as well if you're real set in your ways. Yeah. I think sometimes like challenging, I'm a bit too sensitive. Oh, so, really? yeah, yeah. So like. If someone's like challenging me and they're like, oh, well, you know, but why do you think that I would automatically look at it as as, like attacking? Okay. Now, Ellie does it in a very good way, as you said, but like not everyone does it that way. So I would feel, look at her, she's dying, (laughs) dying to get a bit of peony. The challenging thing doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fuck with me. I can't do that. No, I can't. Like obviously having conversations and like, you know, going back and forth, but I am like easily swayed. So I'll just be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, without actually taking into consideration what they're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, someone that has their own opinions and doesn't agree just with everything you say. <laughs> That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say like... I you have your own opinions. Oh, God, yeah. I, I absolutely do. But I'm not going to sit there and, like, try and argue. I don't do the whole arguing thing. Yeah. Like, my mom said to me the other day, she was like, oh, like, what I say to people is, you could be right, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If I'm saying, like, an opinion or a fact and they're like, oh, no, that's wrong. I'm like, yeah, you could you could be right, but, like, this is oh, what I yeah. what I'm feeling. But I don't do the whole argument thing. You know the way some friends love to get into a an art? I know I hate it. No, I know. I, I hate it. Don't debate with me, no, please. No, sometimes, no. Sometimes when I live... No, actually, when I was living in London, it was a lot of like discourse at parties. <laughs> when you'd be drinking and they'd be like, okay, let's have a debate about something. And then I would be getting involved. Actually, I actually, I, I think 
I do like a little bit of a debate. You definitely do. I think I do actually love it. Yeah. No, I hate it. I'm just like, but, please stop. Yeah, but it, I wouldn't be causing fights or anything. I'd just be like, this is why I think this way and blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't, when, you know, when it gets too heated, I'm just like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this mm. now. Someone who won't give guilt if I have to cancel plans. We already spoke oh, about yeah, this. Yeah. Loyalty. Well, now, loyalty. This is what I really wanted to talk about because... I know, again, I'm not, I don't think this is necessarily wrong or right, but I like a friend who is, say if some, if there's someone who's particularly mean to you, I like when a friend is on your side and won't be like, you know, making an effort to spend time with them. Of course. Behind your back. I, that's just what I value in a friendship. And yeah. I understand that people are like, well, they didn't do anything to me personally. But that's not what I value in a friendship. Of course. If someone was mean to one of my friends, I have no interest in them. Yeah. I don't want to be friends with them. If you were mean to my friends, that means you were mean to me. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, I'm yeah. Li- that's what I like in our friendship. It's what I'm like with my sisters. I just wouldn't... It's not in my realm to be like, oh, peace and love to everyone. They didn't do anything to me personally. It's just I have no interest. It's not that I'm going to go out of my way to be mean to them. It's just I have no interest in a relationship with that person. In a relationship with them, yeah. That's yeah. That's a that's a huge thing uh, that I definitely... Sorry, I feel like this whole podcast, it's going to be like... Um, I feel like that's a huge thing for me as well. Um, again, I am such a sensitive person mm. and I'm always so... Um, paranoid about losing my friends as I've spoken about before yeah. and like when someone is mean to you and then say for example you see your friend hanging out with them you're like oh my god like they're gonna turn on me now and yeah. all this kind of stuff like there obviously are boundaries with that because like if the friend is like I don't like them but like crack on then that's fine mm. do you know what I mean yeah like I feel like there is boundaries yeah she kind of smells peanut yeah or maybe I'm just like allergic to dogs. <laughs> maybe no, I'm just I like under- allergic. I understand the not liking someone. Um, like you don't have to like your fr- all of your friends as friends. Yeah. But it's when someone... Uh, I've had a situation where someone was actually really mean to me. Like genuinely mean. Do, and I, then, know, do I know who you're talking about? Yeah. And then my, my friend was like g- hanging out with them. Like all the time, and I was, it was kind of like, but they weren't that close. I was just like, it was as if they were doing it on purpose. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, and and you're gonna highlight those things immediately. Yeah, like you're gonna already like feel um, offended by it when it could just be like an innocent out for a drink, but like you're going to look deeper Mm. into it. I was like, I remember crying to them. I was literally crying, being like, I don't understand. Why you're hanging around with this? But person. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand how you're not, how you can look at because what they did to me was really horrible, like really, really horrible. Oh, you're gonna have to tell me. This I will after. tell you after. And then I, I genuinely, I was just like, I don't understand how you can even like them. <laughs> oh my god! Because it didn't even go. <laughs> what is going on? I, like I don't. It was like it. It would go against their morals or ethics as a person. That's why I didn't understand it. It just didn't make any sense. So that's why the loyalty comes in. And then after that, I was just kind of like, I feel like I can't rely on you, and I feel like I can't trust you. You know. So that is something I really, really value in a friendship now because I would never even because I'm not like that. I would never expect one of my friends to be like that. Yeah, absolutely. I would just assume, and I don't even think that's entitled, or I don't think that everyone deserves that. But it just in my friendships, that's what I would expect. Of course. Is the loyalty. If someone is horrible to you, like, I wouldn't want to be... in. I wouldn't be interested on the person. Yeah, and, like, a lot of... Yes, yes Bobby. 
yes Bobby like she is obsessed with me I know I'm like stop staring at me please <laughs> um but yeah a lot of it as well like even I don't know if you would feel this way but like say for example someone was mean to you and then you go and you see like okay yeah this is a good question would you be annoyed if like you see if they don't know this person right and they only know them through their experiences with you mm. and then you go see them follow them on Instagram and like their pictures and stuff I how know, would I've you feel had, how would you feel about that i've never had that experience before but like i don't know how would you feel about that are they like trying to befriend them i don't know yeah like i've had experiences like that before where it's like really weird you know what i mean and it's just like why are you following these people like you don't know them do you know yeah it's a weird thing with social media as well because like this could be a whole different podcast as well because like liking someone's pictures it's yeah is it is it does it mean something or does it does it not because i've had i've had conversations and i know people who who literally like every single post that comes on their feed oh really oh every single post like like yes so for them it genuinely means nothing but then i'm like i see i've seen like boyfriends like photo like sexy photos of my sisters or even mine and they have girlfriends and I'm like I feel weird about that sorry thank you I'm like like and it is a, a specifically provocative provocative photo yeah it's not like an innocent like oh I'm having a picnic do you know it's like I'm in a bikini on my holidays yeah I think yeah and I, it's like if you're slaying in the photo like it depends on the slayness of the photo yeah but then again like if you're best friends with someone and then their boyfriend likes your photo it's more of an like yes queen supportive way yeah it's difficult it's like where's the boundary where is the, where it's is the boundary know. because I know if Jason was to like one of your bikini pictures I wouldn't be like excuse me because the way Jason does it in his and like yes yeah way. yeah yeah like he so, like he's like love yeah like he'd like it and be like love yeah. like he be like he probably took the photo yeah do you know what i mean yeah. and that's that's the thing as well it's like it wh- what's the, the person what's the boundary with like even just i think it's such a stupid topic in general but like unfortunately we have to admit it like social media is a huge part of our lives yeah whether like people are, like people are gonna argue about it and be like that's like that's such a stupid thing to be annoyed about it is but like I'm saying personally, if you are, you know, scrolling through Instagram, what we all do, we all scroll and you see a picture of someone who was mean to you or someone you don't like, or, you know, you see uh, the little icon at the bottom and it's like liked by your best friend or it's like your boyfriend and it's like liked that photo. If it was your boyfriend, no, good night. Oh, no, good night. night. No, you have to have them well trained. Well, obviously. Well trained. No, but like someone was like say if someone was mean to Jason when he was literally 15 I have them like registered in my mind to never go near yeah, them ever yeah, yeah. and I automatically hate them yeah you know? yeah yeah it's just like that's not I would never ever be like oh I don't know friends with someone who was horrible to someone who was really close to me yeah 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 I know it's it's uh and like o- only if they're like friends with them now as well do you know what I mean if they get back friends then it's okay but I feel yeah, like the yeah, loyalty yeah. <laughs> 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 she's literally she agreeing. She, she's agreeing. Um, she's agreeing. Yeah, that's a huge thing. The loyalty, and like, I'm not a. I'm not saying that a, I expect like everyone to have this like big vendetta against no, them. That's what because, I mean. Either like, I'm not like revenge because I'm not. I'm not plotting my revenge against these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't care. Like, it's just like not going out of your way to be really, really nice to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm actually mean. I like. 
this is so specific, but I don't say hello to people who are horrible to Jason's exes. Like, that's how far I go. Mm. Because Jason's exes yeah. are like... I I would I'm protected of like protective of them because Jason still is yeah of so course then I'm like I, but that's if, so lovely that he's still protective like guys like I'm sorry like it's 2023 yeah it is yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> what is this whole stigma of like not being able to be friends with the next. Oh, whole, no, this could be a whole other a whole episode. other... Keep going with the list. Whole, Either we'll go for another episode. Whole other... It's a whole other episode. Whole but other like, podcast. Yeah, specifically men, if men have ever been horrible, and I mean to the point where it's like illegal amounts of being horrible, to Jason's exes, I will never ever say hello to them on the street. Yeah. I will never go up and say, oh, how are you? Because I know of the horrible things they've done. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. Or if like, I know of a of a man who was horrible to someone who, who was an acquaintance to me. I will literally never talk to him yeah. ever again. Yeah, that's you're where, very good at that though. That's where, because I'm like stick to my gum. Yeah, gums. yeah. It's like, Gum. Gu- my gums. So that's where, where I think the, like the gossiping comes, that's in useful. I know to steer clear of certain men because of things that I've heard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's yeah. not, and it's, I feel like it's bitching if you're like talking about someone's looks or something that's nasty, but gossiping is like, it's almost a warning. Yeah, of course. Women, like women, if so. something happens in a nightclub and like everyone's aware of what happened and you weren't there, mm. I'm obviously going to tell you mm. if it's something that especially, well, like, you know, if it's something shocking, but like if it's something that could, you know, help prevent. Oh my God. Did you see that? What she, what did she do? She's just true. The the hair bobbin and it landed on the table over there beside the candle <laughs> look she's looking for us how did she get it all the way over there look peanuts it's over there oh, it's over here it's behind the candle this yeah she got from the bed <laughs> oh my god but uh and it's like useful for you yeah. to like know this information because mm. then i'm like oh my god don't go near that person you know what they did last night yeah yeah you know what i mean mm. like again you can argue and you can just be like oh well you know it's nothing to do with you why are you talking about mm. it but you know if it's something to do with like a man if being there's horrible a, no if there's an excuse for me to cut a man out of my life i will do it <laughs> Oh, you if there's will any excuse for me to hate a man, I will fucking take it and I'll run with it. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so loyalty, yeah, massive. Must be a girl's girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does that mean? I, well, I, <laughs> what does that mean? I think we're all girls' girls. It's just like, yeah, you'd always stick up the women in your life. Sort of, of course, of course. Yeah. Or don't change your behaviour when you're around men. You know, like twirling oh, the hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Acting... Twirling the hair That was a real like Granny Violet thing to say Twirling the hair I rang Violet It was her birthday on Saturday It was Violet's birthday Oh was it What age is she now 100 (laughs) I don't know 103 (laughs) But she doesn't really know Who I am Oh what Yeah She doesn't really know Who I am And the last time I saw her She had a cracked tooth And she doesn't even know How it cracked Oh stop I didn't know she was that bad Yeah I had to explain to her Who I was And then she was like And what do you do And she doesn't really know I have a baby or anything Yeah she's like Not with it at all When did this happen? Well slowly Like slowly She's been losing The the marbles obviously But um yeah, but she was glad. Ah, that's rang. horrible. I'm sorry. No, it's we fine. Love we love no, like we love, I love her. No, we love her. But she remembered Jason, of course. She remembers oh, the man in her life. Of course. <laughs> how could she forget how Jason? How could she forget? No, how to make friends. How to reach how out How to new make people. friends. Slide into the DMs? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will give people some hope because I did. I met, met two internet friends two weeks ago. And I'm meeting three this week. If I didn't mention that already in the podcast, guys, three friend <laughs> three dates this week. Friends. 
three friend dates three this week. Three friends. And they've all just been from Instagram. Really? Messaging. That's, yeah. I love that. Because I'm in a mom friend group, um, the Quidju one, but it's daunting and overwhelming. I don't know if any other moms are in the Quidju group. I'm sure there are who in this, but it's like you're not matched together by specific knee. It's by specific interest, but you're matched together by your area. And it's just too broad. Like I wouldn't go to any of those meetups because all the moms might know each other already. They might be the same age and they might not be interested in the same things that I am. It's just like a meetup group. It's too broad. Yeah. If that makes sense. Whereas like, I meet mams on Instagram who are like all into the same things like reading and you know other shit have a baby have a baby we might be more closer in age um, interested in the same things you know so that's yeah. like and I post a lot of my stories so I'm in a privileged position or a lucky posi- position where people have things to reply to because yeah. they're like you know I'm starting conversations that yeah. way it's like reaching out to everybody sort of um, so I have yeah, I'm meeting up people basically with similar similar interests. Similar interests. I think the the reactions on Instagram are brilliant. Because like if you see someone who looks good, and like I'd say some people are like, why the fuck is Emer replying to my story right now? But like, or like commenting on my post. But like, I have gotten to this stage where I'm like, you know, you see. She's like, yeah. <laughs> but I will comment on people's posts that like I may not even know, but I'm like. Oh my god! I think like I gasped. I think yeah, you look yeah. stunning. Yeah, like yeah. I need to let them know. Mm. I I will need to, especially after a glass of fucking wine or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to let them know now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, compliment, same kind of buzz. Mm. Um, joining groups, yoga classes, surfing lessons. I think, um, like joining groups, yeah. But like, I was only I was only doing a Pilates class today, and like, it's guys, so- Eva was doing Pilates. Just so everyone knows, no, Eva was doing Pilates. I was no guys. I was and she bought runners for them. <laughs> no, I'm so embarrassed. Like Keelan was like, oh my god, she was. I knew you like suspected there was something different going on. I was waiting for you to be like, you you look smaller today. Um, but I yeah, I bought the ugliest pair of runners anyway. So embarrassing, so cringe. Anyway, but I was thinking about it today, and like in the in the Pilates class, like I actually don't think those type of classes are good to try and make friends because it's so weird and awkward. Like I just can't imagine myself or anyone in that class getting up being like, so what's your name? I'd be like, oh. God. Yeah, no, it's not. The, I I know from when I did ballet classes as well. It's no, not like no one that. was interested in making friends. No, it's like, not literally, like that. No, and it, you'd feel it'd be rude if you were chatting, you know, yeah. in between the things, because everyone was there to sort of like work out and dance. You yeah, know? it was awkward. People were kind of shying away from conversation. But I know from like. I just became an ambassador to Mams Gone Wild. I, I got the email over the weekend. So they organize groups um, like a hiking or outdoor yoga or book clubs. So it's like catered to your specific needs. So you're mm. meeting more people like like-minded people. Um, so I know like if you go hiking, that's an opportunity to have the chats. Yeah. You know, go to things where you can actually talk to each other. Book clubs, that's a place where you can go have the chats. You're going to a cafe, you can have the chats. Mm. If you go to a thing where you can, you're going specifically to talk, I think it's way better. Mm. Like surfing, yeah, there's a lot of sitting on the boards, talking in the water, you know? Yeah. Um, And hiking, I think. But yeah. workout classes, maybe not so much. Yeah, it's very like... I don't know I just I'm, I I was looking around and I was like this is so awkward mm. like there's just like a pure silence now I don't know like with yoga classes like like I've only been to a certain like amount so I don't I can't talk about every single yoga class yeah. but like yoga classes as well I could only imagine it's nearly the same thing because like if you're walking into a yoga class and you don't know 
the people or the person you're on your own like mm. I've never turned around and started talking to someone well remember the outdoor yoga thing we went to in that's br- no that's, that's brilliant good. that's brilliant because that was more solely based on bringing people together I don't think it was more working out yeah and it was like breathing exercises yeah and writing your um dreams and stuff and I went to a mum and baby yoga class before and all the moms were talking to each other after it was that's really nice lovely yeah um, everyone making friends look at her Someone said I wouldn't be friends with someone who doesn't enjoy music and I think in the last podcast episode I was talking about how I don't listen to music and, yeah, I was like, and you're like I'm being attacked you're trolled <laughs> trolled um, but I listen to music now when I, if I'm cooking my lunch in the kitchen or cooking her food I always have music playing in the kitchen it's way nicer and I sing to her and stuff but it's just that like I'm not a huge I don't I'm not a huge music fan like Jason or Searsha that's why I don't say because I'm not a huge avid music lover if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely get but that. But I do lo- love music, like most people. Like a normal amount. Yeah. I'm a normal amount, I, 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 I'm normal. I swear I'm normal. <laughs> oh, shit. I think it's funny that you have asked if they were breastfed. Because that's not a conversation starter No, because for me. someone texted that in. And I was like, this person is so like me. Because that's what I do. I have asked people that as a conversation starter. Because then you talk about your... You can go into your childhood, your relationship with your mother. It's so interesting. Yeah. And as well, it's so interesting to know if someone was breastfed or not. Yeah, I feel like to me it's not because I haven't had a child. Like I yeah. don't, I don't care. I think it was an, it was another mom who texted. Oh, was it in. a mom? Because like, I was like, Keelan, this is not. Because <laughs> any time Ellie or Sierra have had a partner as well, like I'd love to know if they were breastfed. Like really? It's just, yeah, it's just a thing. I don't know. I just have an interest in it. Maybe because I wasn't, and neither was my sister. Like I don't care about it. Yeah, Do you know but what I mean. I wasn't either. I think it's just because I breastfeed now. I'm just interested. Yeah, now. yeah. Of course, of course. Irish language pop ups. Yeah, they do that like a, a, a pop-up guilt. They did that in Antisocial. Did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. R.I.P. Antisocial. Oh, Jesus. That's where we met. I know. Oh, that's so sad. Oh. I actually didn't think of it like that. I was actually really sad when that closed down. Yeah, I was like, no, oh, that was really it, sad. It's like very nostalgic or something. Mm. Um, join a sports Join a sports team. I wish I was good at sports. Yeah. I really do. Because I see... Um, like Instagrammers like they're on a ga team or on a hockey team and they're doing that you know after um leaking milk they're doing that you know in the evenings and yeah. going to play sports and you get to t- spend time outside you're meeting your friends and you're playing sport like that's fun yeah that I is- yeah I mean can I be very honest oh, like that's like my worst nightmare <laughs> <laughs> anything active worst nightmare um I wouldn't be a fan of that now, but okay. I. But it's like if you're into that's obviously, it's nothing to do with if I'm into this or not. This is just a great way to make friends. Yeah. Um, um, the activism events protests. Yeah, that's a good way to meet. Like that actually people. is a good way because like someone's there supporting the same thing that you're supporting. So mm-hmm. like you're automatically hello, Bobby. You're automatically like there's a connection there. Yeah. I haven't done it myself personally. But I could imagine that that would be a great way. Because mm. I, I don't know, any process that I've been to, I've gone with my friends. Mm. So if you're going on your own, maybe that would be a great way, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, no, Bobby. That's mine, Bobby. Uh, is there any other ones that you kind of like want to talk about? or? Okay. Oh, yeah. Smoking area, asking for a lighter. 
that was so good back, back when I used to smoke it's such a good way to make friends I remember my brother as well he he tried you know Sancha tried to pick up smoking stop yeah he was like I tried to pick up smoking so bad because everyone where he was working at the time would be going out for smoke breaks and he felt really excluded he felt left out yeah, yeah. as well when me Ellie and Saoirse smoked we'd be drinking with the family and then going out for smokes my dad smokes you know my mom would have a ciggy as yeah. well when she was drinking and he felt real left out yeah is yeah. that funny yeah that is funny he, it he is can't. such a social thing it though. is so social such but he, social he doesn't like smoking at all he literally can't even when he's drinking he's just like I can't I don't like it at all that's fucking brilliant yeah, to be honest like that's Good brilliant um yeah social smoking like do you ever get like I think now um I used to be a chain smoker like so did you yeah. but I think um I I use the term that I used to give out to people for I now say like I'm a social smoker because I would have us now I would have a smoke after a stressful day of work mm. I would but it would make me feel sick which is so good mm. you know my mommy um so I, my mommy used to smoke and she the same thing happened to me that has happened to her oh so she like started to have like she'd have a smoke and she'd be like this doesn't taste nice so she'd have another one and be like this doesn't taste nice the same thing is happening to me the only time I actually enjoy a fucking smoke now these days is when I'm like locked <laughs> do you know what I mean but like it's brilliant like I like mm. so, like I used to have a smoke first thing in the morning I used to have one last thing before night time and now it just makes I'm just like I don't enjoy this yeah. and I've like been forcing myself to enjoy it mm. but it's like a social thing as well when you're with a lot of people and like they're like oh do you, have, do you want a smoke and like if you're having a drink and a smoke like there's nothing better if you, mm. if you like if you like smoking yeah and you know there's nothing better but it is a social thing and then it's very like oh you don't smoke do you ever get that some people are like you don't smoke and you're like no and you're like oh fair play to you as if like it's you know yeah yeah I don't know. I'm now since I've I've had good excuses now because the pregnancy and the breastfeeding. Yeah, you know, yeah. no one's going to be asking me why I'm not smoking. Of so course, good. Of but I'm sure if I was going out, a lot of people would be because I was an avid smoker. Yeah, um, and people still do. They were like, "Oh, was it hard to quit smoking when you got pregnant?" But I wasn't. I was. I had already quit before yeah. I got pregnant. I just like was smoking when I was drinking. Obviously. Yeah. Um. But now, if I have like a puff of a smoke, I'm literally like this, I taste like an ashtray. It's horrible. Yeah. And it stays in your mouth um, yeah, so much longer as well. Dada. Dada. I'm getting a bit tired now. Yeah, we'll stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting we'll a bit tired. Okay. I'm a bit starving. Oh, hi, Cora. Hi, Cora.